Welcome back to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast, a show all about inspiring smart, busy women to put their happiness at the top of their to-do list. Join your host and life coach, Dion Thompson, as she chats with amazing women who have figured out how to make their happiness a priority, and more importantly, what it's really like to go from hot mess to awesomeness. And now, on with the show. Welcome everyone to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast. I am your host and life coach, Dion Thompson. That dance party was lovely and fun and fabulous and reminiscent of like just almost like summertime memories. And it could be because it, we all, we, we were both talking, we got our windows open today. Like the sun has come out and things are happening. Um, and so we are recording this in early April. Um, for those that are listening to this a little bit later uh, and thinking, of course you have the windows open, it's July. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> um, my guest uh, today is, is Mary Lou. And Kate, I just needed to say this before we get going because um, I thought it was fabulous. So this, the last song that you chose um, was Count On Me by Bruno Mars and I had not heard it. And so I was listening to it today and I'm like, oh my goodness, I love this. And I love, I mean, I love all kinds of music, but I absolutely love songs that the lyrics speak to me in a, a, a personal way. So I look at, I, I actually looked up the lyrics and um, because I wanted to include that song in my inner critic busting playlist. And I only include songs that are all about busting your inner critic. And so I listen to those lyrics and I'm like, that's me speaking to me a hundred percent, right? So me counting on myself and looking to my higher self and my higher self speaking to me saying, I got you, like we can do this. Like we're and everybody inside my head is a we, by the way, it's not just one, there's many of us in there. Um, so I thank you, thank you so much um, for, for sharing that with me today because it just kind of just rounded out this fabulous day and um, and now we're going to have this great chat and I'm just, I'm just super excited. So thank you, Mary Lou, for joining me today and welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. And that was an awesome dance party. It was so great. <laughs> Got me going. Right. And like you said, it's sunshine. It felt like summer. It was fun. And yeah. then just that mellow Bruno Mars. Yeah, totally. I hear you, what you're saying about, it's about me speaking to me and that's what this is all about, right? Yeah, Connecting absolutely. with ourselves and listening to ourselves. So awesome. So good. And that whole playlist that I'm, I'm still, I mean, I add to it all the time and it's inspired by all my guests on this show and then other songs that I've pulled into my world. Um, it, the music is so powerful. And, you know, you and I were talking about like music we love to blast with the windows open and, and, and I might get you to tell me that story again about your son giving you crap because your music's too loud. But anyway, um, and music has this amazing capacity due to the nature of how it's received that it kind of like bypasses your conscious awareness and gets downloaded immediately. So I'm really cognizant of the lyrics that I'm installing into my brain and what I'm bringing into my world. So, you know, high vibe um, musicality is always lovely and, but you know, all genres matter and they all have um, a beautiful place in my world. And when I hear a song and the lyrics are like, that is, that's not something I want to repeat to myself. And lyrics do that, right? Once they go in, you can pull up memories of songs from 20 years ago. Weird how you know all the lyrics. It's because they're in there. Like they, they went in so and they're true. solid, right? 
So I was very excited to get that song and let that download because I'm like, I could use all that and, and to add it to my playlist because it's just it's such a powerful um, set for me. And it's available to everybody, by the way, it's on okay, Spotify. There's, cool. there's a link to it and everything uh, on the podcast page. Um, it's a lot of like bust a move kind of songs with the intermittent, like just chill and be with yourself for like just a second. Um, yeah. Anyway. Love it, love it, love it, love it. <laughs> So I am, I'm really excited to have this chat today when you and I connected and we did our little pre-meeting on Zoom um, to get to know each other a little bit better. I was like, oh my goodness, this, like your, your energy is fantastic. Um, I'm, I'm very interested in your story and inspired by the journey that you've taken. So I'm really looking forward to sharing that um, with the, the hot mess to awesomeness world today. So, uh, so thank you. And and, and before we get rolling, though, I do want to just quickly share with the world um, a little bit about you officially. Uh, sure. So my guest today is, is Mary Lou Rowe, and she's a writer, speaker, workshop facilitator. She has a university diploma in women's studies and is the founder of Overcoming Family Chaos. Mary Lou grew up in a chaotic family and developed a roadmap to lead herself out of the turmoil and into a calmer, more joyful, drama-free life. Yes, please. Um, she is on a mission to help women overcome family chaos and come home to themselves so they can finally breathe, relax, and feel whole. Okay, shut the front door, shut the back door. Um, I, I was actually just speaking about uh, some family experiences of mine when I was younger that when you say them now, it's like, holy crap, that was intense. And I've had people turn to me and go, how did you do that? I'm like, do what? This is how you live your life, right? Isn't that isn't that what everybody's doing, right? And um, it took me a long time to get to a place where it's like, I can breathe. And that, that idea of calm, I'm, that's still a work in progress for me in my world. Um, but finding joy, um, it, was, it, was a, it was a big part of my life trying to get to that space. So I'm, again, just so excited to have you here so that you can share your story and, and help to enlighten us on the path that, can, that, that is really available to all of us, um, even though sometimes we feel like this is just what we get and this is just how our life is. So tell us, what, what prompted you to um, create communities, to gather in circle, to bring women together, um, and, and to help us find a place where we can feel calm and joyful and relaxed. Okay. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and, and to connect with you. I love the energy that you bring forward and just the whole, um, the whole idea that as women, we have a voice and we can have a wonderful life and also be a hot mess in the process right? Yes. Because that's okay. Yeah. So, um, so what brought me to this point is where I came from. And um, really right now, I can honestly say that my life is, is how I didn't actually, I envisioned it, but I didn't know that it was really possible that I could be calm, that I could be peaceful, I could breathe and relax that I could feel worthy and that I belong because I come from a family that was chaotic. It is still chaotic. It's very, very chaotic. 
And for many of us, we're taught that we belong in our family no matter what. And, and that's towards what you were saying, right? This is just the way it is. So you just live, everybody, well, you know, this is just normal for you, right? Everybody yeah. lives their normal. Um, but we don't always talk about what our normal is, so we don't realize that it's maybe not so normal. Um, so I come from a background that was very chaotic, a lot of trauma, unpredictable behavior, um, addiction, like I could go on, secrets and silence and mental health issues and tragedies um, that came. So there's my family unit and then there's outside the family where there was just, you know, tragedy after tragedy. And I, I was reeling, like I felt like I grew up reeling and I didn't feel safe. And I felt um, like I was walking on eggshells and, and that I didn't fit in. I thought differently. I, I experienced the world differently than my family, but this is the package, right? Mm -hmm. And this is what you're supposed to fit into if you want to be um, accepted and, and be part of, of your uh, traditional family. So um, how I internalized all of that was perfectionism and pleasing and that I had, if I could do enough to make everybody else happy and fix everything that was going on, then the family chaos would come down and then I would feel safe and I would feel calm and I would be loved and I would just have this family that I just so, so desperately needed. Then I molded myself to um, whatever the situation was, whatever the person was. And then that from the family spilled out into my other, you know, my, my world, my life, my relationships, my, my work, because we don't necessarily learn boundaries and, you know, what um, is our world, what isn't. Um, I'm not explaining that properly, but that's okay. I went, you know, I, I totally along, get it. Right? I totally so I, get it. Okay. I, I went along, like I went along with things, even if it didn't feel right to me, if it wasn't maybe my values, I, I absorbed negative behavior. I was like this sponge, right? And I'm, I was the filter. Come through me, I'll take care of it all. And then everything's going to be just fine. So I felt safe. I was trying to create safety so that I belonged and, and I felt whole. Um, but that led to uh, disordered eating patterns my whole life. Um, I had severe panic attacks, debilitating anxiety, um, to the point where <clears throat> five years ago, I was 98 pounds. So I'm five foot nine. Um, and I was 98 pounds. And I was completely burnt out and I had a breakdown because I could not obviously fix the family. It was like, I, I envision it like the cartoons back in the day where like the dam is breaking and there's like one little water sprink and you put your finger in it. And oh no, there's another one. And so, and I'm doing all this and I can't hold the dam. And so the dam burst and I was, you know, washed out from it. And, and I had a breakdown. I couldn't take care of my children. I certainly couldn't take care of my home I was not, uh, you know, the, the wife, partner um, that my husband needed, and I was miserable. And honestly, I, I was pretty much giving up because I'm like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to manage. I don't know how, I never learned how to, to function, how to take care of my inner world. I was just a total wreck. Mm -hmm. um, so what happened was my brother-in-law came to visit five years ago. I was on the couch. I could not get up to make a cup of tea. I couldn't take care of my children. And, and when I was 
laying there. I was watching my husband and my brother-in-law with my kids, and I'm like, oh, okay, they're going to be all right, right? Cause, and then I'm like, wait a minute. What do you mean they're going to be all right? That means you are giving up, and you're not going to be here, right? You are 98 pounds. It was like, what the hell? What are you thinking that your kids are going to be all right without you? They need their mother. And and in that moment, I realized I'm living my family story. Like it has come down the generations, the tragedies, the dysfunction in my family, and, and it is, it's hitting me. And I was participating in that story. And I realized, wait a second, uh, the family's not going to change. I have to change. And this is not my story. It is where I came from, but it's not where I'm going. And I don't have to just accept it because that's what I was born into. And, and that's those are the patterns and the behaviors that, that my family lives in. And that was like this light bulb. And I'm like, okay, I have to choose differently here because I am not going to be a statistic and I'm not leaving my kids. And there's so much more I want to do for me. And I want to be myself. I, um, I wasn't being me, obviously. I was trying to be who everyone else needed me to be, who the expectations, trying to not be judged and meet everyone's, you know, what their opinions were. And I'm like, I got to be done with that. And so from that day forward, I'm like, okay, I'm on a new course. And so I decided I'm a cycle breaker. I'm going to have to live with that right? That's okay, because it was always the one who changes the family pattern is the one who takes then the negativity and you're the, you know, you're the, the um, outcast or whatever. And I'm like, that's fine. I, I can, I can do that because I'm going to do it for my family and myself. And so I started step at a time, day by day, creating a new reality for myself and putting myself First, my health, my wellness, my children. Um, and basically, I, I, in the process of doing this, I was creating a roadmap to get myself out of that chaotic way of living and into an awareness, conscious way of life where I was choosing my future, my present and my future. So, so I started looking at where am I coming from? What's going on? How am I participating? Um, and what do I need to change in me? I set up really firm boundaries around behaviors, um, around my own behavior as well, because even, you know, we look at the family, we can say that's chaotic, but we play our own role in that. Um, I started to learn how to respond instead of reacting um, to situations. And I didn't jump into the fray, right? It's like in our families, the signals go up and we go, oh, I recognize that. And we go and we jump into the drama circle, right? And we start doing this taking a step back, breathe, don't respond, like don't react, just wait, think, you know, to, to pull myself out. And um, self-care, put myself like forward in self-care 100%. So I started to eat properly. I started to take care of myself. Um, and self-care is about worthiness too, right? And really learning that we're worthy. Um, worthy of our own time and attention, worthy of our own life and opinions and our own voice so and i just learned to accept that the family is the way it is and that's a generational um line right that it just comes right down through the ancestors right through into our family 
the people in my family were doing the best they could, right? It's not about blame. It's about this is where they are and they have their own trauma. So I can change me. I can't change them. And I renegotiation, renegotiated my relationship then to the members of the family and to the chaos so that I was okay. And then I learned how to function um, differently. Um, but that was in a much better way for me. And community was huge and is huge. And that's why I love what you're doing. Because when women come together, for me, it's all about solid foundation of women that, you know, hold each other up and support each other so that we're, we don't feel like we're alone. Yeah. I feel like the air gets sucked out of you, right? Like in the family chaos and stuff, it's like the air got sucked out of you. But when you have women that come together authentically and love and support you without judgment, no matter what you're going through, then it's like you can breathe again. Like you just get filled right up, you know? Just, and I just want to comment. There's so many things I want to say. Holy moly, like holy moly. Um, to, to the community and circle and gatherings of women uh, idea, I think one of the things that I became aware of very quickly is nobody wanted anything for me. And there was no system predetermined via generations that no, there was no implicate. There was, it was not implied that I was needing to solve these problems or I was right. And it, it was almost like this opportunity to practice not being in charge of other people because <laughs> that yeah. just, you do, I'm listening to your story and it, yeah. I get to think about how that, imp, how it pertains to me and exactly. what I think about it and what, what I want to do with that information. Like that for me was a really powerful experience when I first started gathering in circle with women and and, um, and it, it was, it was about practicing because it just wasn't a habit that I had, yeah. you know, as you had said, so for me, I, I, I too came from a long line of individuals just sort of doing the best they could. And, yeah. and then, you know, these <sighs> certain experiences, triggers, ideas, you just do. And I, like you became that stand in front of it and filter it out. Right. Like I almost the vision that just came to my head and oh my goodness, I hope, I don't know if you'll get this reference, but it's a Harry Potter reference. So in, there's this part where um, Voldemort is like throwing glass at Dumbledore and he puts up this spell and it all filters so that it yeah. just kind of turns into sand and doesn't hurt anybody as it comes through. I'm like, that's how I felt. Yep. 100%, 100%. Yes. And, and you just take it in. Um, so I, I just became this person and it sounds like you too just, this is just what I do. And this yeah. is how I have to do it. And um, it, and going back to what we had said before, it just, that's just, it's just my life. Is, isn't this what, not that I would, and you didn't even question, isn't this what everybody does? Because it just, just make these assumptions that this is how we live our lives. And, yeah. um, and, and it's such a, it was such a pivotal moment for me when some of the blinders came off, if you will, or this new perspective shift where I was like, what? Okay. Um, so a question I have for you is, do you recall, and what was it like if you do, uh, that moment when you realized that everyone was doing the best they could? That, I do recall that actually, um, because I was, even when I was getting out of it, I was still like, but if only they would, right? If only they would hear this or do that, but that still kept me tied. 
Um, and it was so exhausting and waiting. It's the waiting for someone else to change. So when I realized like it, it is, I like, it was like a moment and I'm just like, huh, they can't, they can't, they can't change. They can't see what I can see. I see things so differently. And I understand that now, um, that when I got that it's, it lifted anger and resentment you know, it that just dissipated. It doesn't mean that how people behave is okay. Right. I want to make that very clear. But um, I wasn't tied to it anymore. I'm like, okay, you go do that over there. And that's okay. I understand why, why it's happening. Um, I have a better awareness of that. But it's not about me. It's not about me and the freedom in that. It's just like this weight. Like I can't even explain like out of my chest, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just lighter now. I'm lighter now because understanding that is freedom. It, it just releases me from still the hold that something's going to be different. It's not. And it's not their fault. It's, it's just the way things are. They're responsible for their behaviors. But I'm not tied to to responsibility of that for them. And would you would you say that prior to that, the ownership or the sense of duty that you felt to others was was partly what would keep you tied. So as your awareness grew of what could be better, then it was like, oh, they need to know this. And, it, yeah. and, 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 and it would just be so much better. And then <laughs> I tried that. Right. And yeah. it's interesting because one of the, I, I find one of the key caveats or the, the, you know, step one, when looking to heal is you have to take a hundred percent responsibility for your, for yourself. Yeah. And I found that I was like, yes, I can do that. But then the flip side of that is so does everybody else. Mm -hmm. Right. And where you have to yeah. allow them and to, that's you. Right. So I was like, yes, I'm a hundred percent responsible and I'm also responsible for them and her and him. <laughs> and I was like, no, it, it, it's, it's a two way street. And that when I do that work and, and uh, put my energy into that belief and trust in that, then I have to allow people to take their own journey to, to do the same or, or not. And, yes. and then that's on you and like the whole love and light, like, there you go. You. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I send you lots of love and, you know, kindness, but I'm not doing your thing for you. And I did. Yeah. I did that for everybody. And it is, it nearly killed me. Mm. Um, literally. Like I knew, I, yeah. I knew I was accepting in my mind, Oh, you're not going to make it. And it's like, no, I think I'm going to let them do their own thing now so that I can do my own thing. Yeah. It's so freeing. Yeah. So freeing. Because the more I do and did, nobody changed, right? It worked for everybody that I did it. Yes. It worked for me because I was trying to create this, this family experience that didn't exactly exist, but I pretended that it did mm -hmm. by doing it all. And it worked for them because then I solved problems and I was the filter. And, mm -hmm. and so they didn't have to change. They didn't have the problems, right? Yeah. And that's the thing, right? It's that, yeah. it's like that textbook codependence, right? So Absolutely. your needs were to be the fixer, saver, yep. the one all met and their needs, whatever those were all yep. met. And, um, and you're, you're absolutely right. 
we you can't change a problem people don't think they have. Oh, absolutely. And you can never <laughs> convince them of it. No, because everybody's obviously everybody sees the world through their own experience, their own emotional attachment, their own perspective. That was another thing that I was like, oh, like we could have literally lived through that together and we're still not on the same page. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I see a problem. You don't see a problem. That actually happened often with my brother. Not that we were fighting about stuff, but we yeah. literally were, you know, just the dynamic of him being male, me being female, this, the socialness of it made, I perceive things to be unsafe or um, I have to be guarded or I have to manage something. And he's like, I'm just living the dream here. Right. And um, so such a, such a very, I love that I use freeing freedom, weight lift. Like that was a, I, I can concur. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I feel like there's some significant parallels in that experience, which mm-hmm. then my brain goes, well, and we're just two random people having a conversation. And here we are with such very distinct commonalities of energy and emotion and experience. Um, we're not alone in this. No. And so there, I, I can, guarantee that there's a huge population of people listening to this right now going, Oh my God, how does she know what's going on in my life right now? So, so tell me, because there are people who have yet to take that full leap in, or they're doing the work, but still feeling really challenged. Um, What were some of your more um, distinct challenges in those early days? The decision, it sounded like that was firm and we're going to roll with this. And then you put some systems in place, but I know life is life and it's not always sunshine and rainbows. And that's the thing. Yes, it's not. And and it wasn't easy. Like it took, it took time and it was like this roller coaster. I'm doing really great. And then I'd fall down the other side and get sucked into something back up. Right. So, and, and it's still today. Like, it's not that, that it's not that this is in a tidy box. Like I am, I am living a whole different life now, but it doesn't mean that I don't carry the patterns in me right that are now going into my kids and I I just happen now to have the I worked to get the skills to say wait a second Mary Lou that's not okay you have to own that you have to talk to your kids about that so so in real time that is a challenge right Mm -hmm. it's it's still here and in terms of trying to leave the family it is and it was very hard um, to let go of needing relationships and then you're not able to have them. Um, It's like you're waiting. You're just like, please see me. Please love me. And and that that piece is really hard. And it, it took a long time. It took about five years to really, you know, sort through that piece by piece. Um, and let it, and let that understanding go that it's okay. I didn't have maybe the relationships I wanted, but I certainly had ones that I needed to teach me things about myself that I would never have known. Mm. Um, and I would not be the person I am in terms now of, of using my voice and speaking up. And I look at it like I used to live outside of myself. Everything was outside to make things look good. I didn't turn in inward. I have learned so much about my inner world and my and my capabilities and um, my strengths. Like 
everything is here. And I would not have learned that, I don't think, in the same way um, if I hadn't had the challenges that I had. So, And that's, you know, if learning was easy mm -hmm. and didn't require you stretch and feel uncomfortable, then it wouldn't be learning. And you're exactly. not learning anything, right? No. So, you know, and I, one of the reframes that I like and I like to share with people is that discomfort that's really just oh my goodness, you can feel it in every part of your body. It's actually what it feels like to grow new brain cells. So, yeah. right. And, and, you know, the, and if you're growing a lot simultaneously, you feel it even more, right. If you, you're making these massive shifts, I did want to just comment because it really struck me. Cause I'm like, oh my goodness, that, that is so real for me was the patterns that still exist within me, but the awareness that goes along with it. So I, I've often, and it was actually this morning, I was thinking about like the experience that my children are getting. It's almost like they're getting it from two different people, right? So there'll be one moment where I'm like, <laughs> and then later I'm like, oh, that was not. And so um, this, it happened. My daughter was doing something. She wanted to create a little area in her bedroom. Um, and I was like peeking it's my not so great time of the day. I was kind of all over the place. It's really frenzied. And she's like, do we have this? I'm like, can you just not with me at this very moment? Cause I'm just, I'm not here for this. Like I can't, I can't. And she ended up asking my mother-in-law for something. And um, she came back to me and I just looked at her and she's like, I'm trying to be creative here. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I said, okay, I'll be with you. And then I, she had gone to bed and I saw the thing she was creating. I'm like, Oh, it's so lovely. And just so very special. So like I was waking her up this morning and I'm like, I, I should, her eyes weren't even open. I'm like, I need your soul to hear this now. And I said all the things that I wanted to say that I couldn't or didn't or whatever the day before. And then I'm like, yeah, it's, it's a roller coaster being my child <laughs> to be. And at the same time, I'm thinking I'm still breaking the patterns because I didn't get both parts of that roller coaster. Exactly. Right. And so, so true. you know, and the, the dream, the little dream is that her children will get a slightly different version of said roller coaster and, and the pattern will be shifted and shifted from there. So exactly. Oh my gosh. No, you're just like, this is my life. That's my daily life. Right. And it's so, and this is a, the whole thing about connection and women to hear somebody else articulate that, that I live every day. It's just like, Oh, thank God. Yes. I'm not the only one. Right. Yes. I'm, I'm not the only one locked in my bedroom for an hour because I was yelling. I have to calm down. Right. And then go, you know what? I was out of line. That did not happen in my life. So no. like you, it's happening in my kids. I, I see it like as turning the dial, right? Yes. Like you said. And so I'm, I'm this way and my kids will just be that little bit further. Yep. We can communicate and I will own my stuff. Yes. Still does not happen in my family to this day, no. but it will not be that for my kids. I will I, own it. Yeah. I, I love everything about that. And, and I, I can't highlight stress, underline, make bold enough the power of sharing and experiencing stories from other individuals who are willing to just be. And um, if there is a circle in your world that you can go join, whether it's mine or Mary Lou's or whatever, just showing up, you never even have to speak just to be present for that experience. Um, it is life altering. 
and just so unbelievably powerful. And I used to get so fascinated and I'm going to make an assumption that this happened for you as well in your circles, when, especially when you could gather live. Um, people would show up, it, they were hosted in my home, never been here. And how crazy is it like, hey, just come on over to my house. Like not even like at a separate location, people would just show up and I'd be like, come on in. And, and the, my, I have a very long, narrow house. And so the, the door is at one end and the room we gather is at the other. And by the time they get to that room, they're already there, right? And it's like this instant safe container that just is. Um, and of course we do the work to create the safe container, yeah. uh, you know, out loud and all those things. And, but it was just so profound how you could just drop in and be so present, even if you'd never been here before, didn't know what you were signing up for and knew nothing about women's circles, right? Like totally. you could just gain and it's just a win. And even if you leave crying or feeling raw, or it's still that shift, it's breaking a pattern, right? Exactly. Because we're, we're so used to doing what we do in the same way that we do over and over and over again. And if anything, being home for a year plus has taught us that we can get really stuck in our routines real fast. And if, if there was an opportunity to just shift that energy and, and create a new experience, a new opportunity, a new thing to think when your brain is going sideways and always like running the same crap, you go, oh yeah, but then there was this time where I had this thought and this woman said this and I felt, yeah, that is a thousand percent how I feel right now. Yeah. Um, Mary Lou, I'm just so, so unbelievably grateful for you. And um, of course you came in and I'm excited and we're, I'm going to listen to this story and get really um, uh, this opportunity for you to be open and no, having no idea how much it's resonating with me, like at a core level. I'm feeling in a great way shook. And so, so thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, um, and, and thank you, because this is what it, like you said, it's what it's all about, right? And from when I met you the first time, it's like, you can feel it, right? You can feel the connection <laughs> and people who get you like where you click. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and we share, yeah, we share such similar feelings and experiences and things may not be exactly the same. Right. But at the core, we feel the same. We want to belong. We want to be heard and we want to be seen. Yep. So, Oh, I just got all goosebumpy, like everywhere on my body. It's, um, you're absolutely right. I mean, our stories are unique and very, very aligned and universal. Yes. Right. It, exactly. Because they leave us, um, many for many, the, the experiences, especially in those younger years, when we're really just trying to figure out who the heck we are and mm -hmm. what it, what it means to be us and what we do to get love and all of those and belong and be seen. Um, and if it's not an inward look, which of course we're not, um, nobody's showing us that not when we were growing up, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. I wasn't being modeled. Um, and no one was talking about it as an option. So we only go with what we know. So we too doing the absolute best that we can. Um, and now that we know more, we do more. And, exactly. and that's yeah. where I think, um, again, is so extremely powerful about the gathering and the sharing of stories in, in circle is um, nobody's there to tell you what to do. Because no, you know what, I don't like to be told what to do ever. I don't know a lot of grownups that like to be told what to do. Um, but to gather in a space where you can just listen, you can share 
and then you can make your own decisions and feel empowered to, to move in a direction that makes sense to you. Um, that that's it. That's it for me. That's yeah. how, that's how it works. That's how change works. Yep. That's how sustainable transformation takes place. Like if you're thinking, how am I going to do it? This is how you do it. You go yeah. and find your peeps and you love up on them hard. Like you just yeah. pull them in on zoom, you know, wrap your arms around that computer and, um, and just allow yourself to show up for that, which 100%. Yeah. So Mary Lou, tell, tell me, tell the world, cause you know, the entire world is listening to this podcast. Right <laughs> now. Um, how is it that they can connect with you and join you in, in what it is that you do? and in the circles that you provide and the community that you offer. How do, how do we make that happen? Well, yes, and because it's COVID, it used to be live. Um, right. I would do gatherings and workshops. So I'm, I'm doing online. So <laughs> I, I'm on Facebook. I have a women's um, group. It's a private Facebook group, Women Overcoming Family Chaos. Mm-hmm. So women can come in there. Um, Instagram, Overcoming Family Chaos. I will link to all of this. Absolutely. Yeah. And email me, marylou at marylouroad.com. And I'm hosting gatherings online, workshops as well, because there's so many pieces um, that if you just can pick, you know, one and just work through that particular thing, like awareness, for example, how do I do that? Do you know what I mean? Because it's not always clear. Right. So, and the workshop, for example, let's say it's awareness or boundaries um, coming up in the piece of learning, then it's a sharing, right? This is where the story comes in. So what is your experience? What do you want to be different, right? And so it's those two pieces together in in, uh, the workshops. And so that's where I will be online um, for sure. Awesome. So awesome. I, I feel like I've gained so much from this and even in such a short time, really covered a a vast amount of information for me. Um, What is something that you would like our listeners to take away from our talk today? I think what I would like um, the women that are listening to take away is that your family's story is handed down. It may be where you begin, but it doesn't mean that's the story that you have to stick with. You can create your own story, right? You, but it's a decision, right? I had to decide which way am I going here when I'm on the couch, I'm either going the family way or I'm going my way. And it's a decision and, and it is so worth choosing you because you actually are everything that you're looking for. You are the calm, you are the peace, you are the wisdom. And when you choose yourself, it's like, the world opens up and you don't have to stay because you think you should. We're taught this. We're conditioned that we have to stay. We should. It's expected. No. Create it in a way that works for you and go always go with you. <laughs> always. Put you first. Yeah. Habit number one. Yeah. 
thank you so much, Mary Lou, for your time and for being with us today. And for those of you that are listening, um, definitely check out all of the links uh, for Mary Lou's community. And be if you're not already, you definitely need to hop over into the Busy Woman Being Awesome Facebook group because that's where we have all the fun and keep this conversation going. And if you are interested in starting to do some of that work and dive into figuring out um, a little bit more about you and how to be happy. Um, I've also included a link to download the Busy Woman's Guide to Being Fucking Happy. So uh, I would love to see you in the group and I am very excited for where how our paths are going to continue to cross Mary Lou. I just see Me so too. much, um, like I said, so many parallels, but really so many connection points and I'm so grateful for you. So thank you very much. Thank and you so much for having me. It's been a wonderful conversation. My pleasure. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. Join Dion again next week to learn more about what you can do to go from hot mess to awesomeness.